This is Marriage to the Max, episode number 150. This is Brett Hurst. And we are marriage educators and co-founders of Home Encouragement. And this podcast is designed to help you take your marriage to the next level. So off we go now. Today's episode is called Forgiveness and Acceptance. Mm. Great topic. And it is a great topic. And I'm wanting to sort of parse out these ideas So, Brett, recently I've been listening to a series uh, from John Ortberg about forgiveness, and he does these daily, you know, video devotionals, basically. And it's been a great series. I've, I've learned a lot about forgiveness, but there was one episode in particular where he talked about something that I'm not sure I've ever really understood before, and I thought it was so important that it should be a podcast episode and we should apply it to marriage and make it something that our listeners might be able to apply as well. Well, to say the least, I'm intrigued. Yes. Well, so first of all, I think John Ortberg is talking in one of these episodes from, he's kind of using examples from a particular book. And I confess, I don't recall what book he's talking about. So I apologize for that. But if our listeners want to find John Ortberg online, they can they can find this easily. But he talks about something that he calls wholesale forgiveness, hmm. which is this idea that wholesale forgiveness is covering every sin we've ever committed in the past, every sin we're committing in the present, and every sin we're going to commit in the future. I was just talking about this yesterday with my discipleship group. Really? Yep. With the term wholesale no, forgiveness? Or, not, oh, okay. Because I hadn't term. heard that term before. Not the term, but the concept. The concept, right. Well, he was talking the other day and he said, you know, this concept is something only God is capable of doing. Mm-hmm. Of grasping. Yeah. And doing. Um, of grasping and doing. And that we as human beings are somewhat limited and that we don't really have the capacity to do this type of forgiveness mm-hmm. that only God can do. Okay, so that part, yeah, I get. That that part made sense to me. What I thought was interesting that he parsed out was the difference between forgiving someone for an offense mm-hmm. and accepting who they are as a person. Mm-hmm. And so he kind of talked about this idea of We can really only forgive what other people do. We can't forgive them for who they are. Okay. That requires something different. That requires acceptance. Mm -hmm. So he uses the example of a couple who the wife is very depressed and is making choices that the husband doesn't like. So the, the wife is sleeping in bed a lot. She's overeating. Mm-hmm. She's kind of in a state of self-destruction. Yeah. And just she's just not succeeding in life. Mm-hmm. I'll just make it that way. And he's very frustrated. Well, along with that depression, she is treating him unkindly. 
So out of her depression and out of her kind of self-hatred, so to speak, she's speaking in a way that's very unkind to him. Mm. She's disrespecting. She's lashing out at him. She's doing a lot of things that are offensive to Mm. him. Mm -hmm. So this husband decides he's going to go talk to his pastor about this because he has a lot of resentment built up. Okay. And he says to his pastor, you know, I know I need to forgive her for who she is. And the pastor says, actually, you don't have that capacity to forgive who she is. You only have the capacity to forgive what she's doing. Okay. That who she is is more along the lines of acceptance. And so, I don't know, when he started to parse that out, I was like, whoa, okay, this is something I've not really heard before. Or maybe this is very common for a lot of people, but I had not really heard it before. So he makes a statement. He says, we cannot make forgiveness do what is required by something else, which is acceptance. Interesting. Yeah. He says, you know, sometimes we try to use forgiveness as a sweeping medicine for pain that forgiveness cannot cure. Well, I think what we're talking about here, uh, and this has come up so many times in the last several years, in our own understanding and in our working with couples and so forth, we're kind of getting into the realm of all the loaded expectations that we have when we come into marriage. Yeah. And then how those loaded expectations are unrealistic and inevitably get disappointed. Yeah. You know, and you and I know that in our own marriage, and and we've shared this with so many other couples, that that turning point of when you finally accept your spouse just completely, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. warts, faults, good, bad, ugly, all together, that that's when you really start getting into a marriage that can become not only more satisfying, but more complete. Yeah. And I'm glad you went down that road because that's where I was trying to get to was this idea of really fully accepting someone Mm -hmm. for who they are. Mm -hmm. A, it's actually very liberating. For sure. But it's also one of the most loving things Mm -hmm. we can do. And I think, you know, acceptance is on that list of, it's on the short list of emotional needs that many people say are critical mm-hmm. to feeling fully loved. Well, and it's certainly what you want yeah. from your spouse. Well, we you all know, want it. And we from all everyone be, else. Yeah, we all to... want to be accepted. Mm-hmm. We're, we're afraid we won't be. Right. Because so many people in our lives don't completely accept us. And that's where the majority of our misbehaving starts manifesting. Yeah. But this idea that I was kind of getting present to the other day was this idea of forgiveness cannot heal the resentments that we feel towards people for not being all that we expect them to be. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, that's, that's acceptance. It's not forgiveness because when we try to forgive someone mm -hmm. for who they are, that's beyond our jurisdiction. Mm -hmm. We don't, we don't have the capacity or the really the right or responsibility. It's not forgiveness, it's acceptance. Mm-hmm. And I, I, as I'm talking about this, I'm thinking, okay, I can already hear someone's brain going, wait a minute, wait a minute. If I'm married to someone 
who's habitually fill in the blank, Uh let's say habitually anxious or habitually depressed. Or habitually acting out in addiction. Right. Or habitually angry. Mm -hmm. Okay. Does that mean I have to accept that? And this is where I go, no. What I'm saying is you forgive the offenses, Mm. but you still accept the person. Mm Mm-hmm. So if you're married to someone who is an angry person mm-hmm. and they're lashing out at you and yelling at you, mm-hmm. then you have to deal with the yelling and you have to forgive the yelling. Right. Or if it's someone who is who is a dishonest person. Right. And they lie to you about, you know, something, money in the bank or whatever. Mm-hmm then you have to deal with that offense and you forgive that offense. Okay. But to try to say, well, I forgive this person for being dishonest or I forgive this person for being full of anxiety or full of rage. He's implying that that's setting ourselves up in too grand a fashion. Exactly. It's it's kind of, we're kind of wearing a God exactly. costume right. when we try to do that. Right. And so it's not our place, but it's so tied, I think, to that idea of we want our spouse to be all that they can be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And certainly that's a loving thing. We want our spouses to succeed. We want them to be happy, healthy, you know, all of the things. But we start to resent when they are not living up to what our expectations are. There are those loaded expectations again. Yeah. And then we can start to look at that as an offense. Right. When that is not an offense. Right. Right. That is who they are, at least at the, in this season of their life. And so that requires acceptance. And mm-hmm. I think this idea of acceptance is, I think it's very hard for us to grasp fully because I just don't know. <laughs> I think it takes a lot of really Christ-like love <laughs> to, to do that. But it kind of goes back to we can really only forgive something that's concrete and specific. Mm -hmm. And most of us can really only forgive a little bit at a time in bits and pieces. When we try to sort of do these sweeping, grandiose forgiveness statements, I don't know that they're always genuine. Mm -hmm. I don't know that they're... They're not really getting to the heart of the matter. Yeah. And I think what happens is... Again, if you're married to someone that you're frustrated with for whatever reason, Mm. and the list could be a mile long, Mm -hmm. we get resentful about them not being who we think they ought to be. Mm -hmm. And then that resentment causes us pain Mm -hmm. for whatever reason. And it could be tied to just our own image. Right. You know, we're worried about looking good or looking bad. In fact, in the story that John Ortberg was sharing when the man was talking to his pastor, the pastor called him on it and said, you know what? I think you're very concerned that people are going to look at you and say, oh, this woman is not living up to some ideal. Mm -hmm. And so that's causing you frustration, pain, resentment, whatever. And so you're wanting to just forgive her for being a ball of depression. Right. But that's who she is right now. That's what she's dealing with. That's the reality. Mm -hmm. So. Well, I want to go back to what you said about you can only forgive something that is concrete and specific. 
So we know the term sin, the the archery term even, is to miss the bullseye. Uh-huh. You know, so we forgive the sins that we commit against one another, mm-hmm. you know, and that and those are hopefully something we can specifically identify. Otherwise, mm-hmm. we're not really in the act of forgiveness, I think, right. is what he's saying. I think so. The acceptance thing, you know, somebody can annoy you and not be sinning. Right. And so that kind of ironically can trigger your own feelings of inadequacy, your own fears about being accepted yourself. Yep, there you go. In other words, we can make someone else's state of being all about us. Right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, so you can be annoyed by someone's sin. You can forgive that sin, Mm -hmm. but you can also be annoyed by loaded expectations where your spouse is not sinning. Yeah. You know, but it's still annoying to you for... Who knows why? Yeah. You know, it's just not your preference or yeah. something like that. And yeah. that's where that distinction comes in, I think, uh-huh. where you you want to learn how to accept them no matter how they are. Not that you're settling for less or, you know, yeah. or excusing back to sin. We don't want to excuse sin. We, yeah. We're called by Scripture to lovingly call one another out of sin Mm -hmm. lovingly. Yeah. You know, in fact, there's a Greek word that talks about putting a dislocated bone back in place. Mm -hmm. And to do that, you have to be very gentle and very specific to help Mm -hmm. them do that. Precise, exactly. Mm -hmm. You know, Um, so that's, that's delicate work. Forgiveness is delicate work, but acceptance is more comprehensive. Yeah. You know, where you just, I love my wife, I love my husband, period, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. no matter what they do that I, I wouldn't do it that way. Yeah. But, but I love her or him. Yeah. Anyway. No, I think that's very good. I just want to reiterate what you just said about, we're not talking about excusing bad behavior. Right. We're actually just parsing out the difference between someone's behavior and who they are. Their state of being. Yeah. So I don't know why this hit me the way it did, but it was just something I was just kind of like, whoa, I want to get my arms around that because I feel like there's something about that that feels liberating. It feels like I'm, well, if that's the case, then I can let go of a lot of the things. So I have I have a certain example of kind of this in my own life. I have an extended family member who has a brain injury mm-hmm. and has lived with that brain injury for a long, long, long time, mm-hmm. decades now. Right. When that which, brain injury- Which wasn't her fault. No, no, no. When that brain injury happened, it very much changed her personality, mm-hmm. very much. Mm-hmm. And we all as a family had to learn to accept her mm-hmm. because of that situation. Right. Now- some of the things she does can be frustrating right. and challenging. Right. And, and I would add even to herself. Of course. Yeah. And so we have to deal with those things as they come. Mm-hmm. But the acceptance, it, and I'm not going to say it happened overnight. It took a long, long time. Right. And so I guess just getting stuck on who she is now is not helpful to me or her. It's not fair. It's not fair. It's not loving. Yeah. It's not but, Christ-like. Yeah, even. but to address the 
behavior that can be challenging right. at times right. is a different thing. So right. I don't know. I, I don't, I pray, I hope this helped anyone who's listening. <laughs> it, it was helpful to me. It was, it, it made things a little more clear uh-huh. for me to learn to parse that out a little bit. Yeah. Well, they're close cousins, mm-hmm. forgiveness and acceptance, but really they're miles apart. Well, and of course, both of those things are rooted in love, mm-hmm. but only God is capable of complete, that wholesale forgiveness mm-hmm. and complete acceptance. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can try to mirror that as much as we can. Right. But the only one who's capable of the full experience of both of those things is, is God. Yeah, I would even go further now that we've talked this out a little bit. <laughs> yeah, we have our own self-righteous ways at times of how we forgive, and we have our self-righteous ways in how we even apply mm-hmm. acceptance. Yeah, for you sure. Know, because we're limited by our own yeah. sin and our own self-delusion and everything else right. and, and all our own anxieties and everything else. Yeah. So we're growing in Christ, learning more and more each day how to become more like him and move toward this more unconditional form of forgiveness and unconditional form of acceptance. Yeah. So I hope this episode was helpful for somebody. I think you helped Brett really sort of put it in more practical ways of understanding it. But I, I think, it took me a few minutes. <laughs> I think this idea is good. Well, if you would like to contact us, you can find us at marriagetothemax.org. And if you're enjoying Marriage to the Max, help us keep it going by supporting Home Encouragement. Just go to homeencouragement.org and click the donate button because any amount will help. Also, we hope that you would rate us and write a review on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. This helps more people to find Marriage to the Max. Well, thank y'all so much for listening today. And until next time, remember, healthy marriage, healthy world. God bless y'all.